Kate Hawksby, setting the news agenda on Early Edition, News Talk ZB. It is 20 past five. Uh, so as Auckland moves to traffic lights red tomorrow, moves are being made to help bring back tourists and reactivate the city of sales. A $37 million government package dubbed Explore Tamaki Makaro will involve Aucklanders being offered 100,000 vouchers and discounts to various attractions. Already there's been some disappointment that hospitality is not included in the package. Well, Auckland Central MP Chloe Swarbrick joins us on this now. Good morning to you. Do you reckon, Chloe, this package goes far enough? Will it reactivate Auckland? (laughs) Look, I think you can see, based on the feedback from Hospitality New Zealand, who are understandably disappointed, and a few more details to be confirmed that there's still a few things that we have to firm up here. I think as a baseline, it is, of course, awesome to have the support. It is awesome to have the recognition. But, of course, we've been in this position now for over 100 days So I think from many sides of things, you'll hear that more is wanted. I guess from the Greens, what we are saying is that ultimately we need to have some form of equitable kind of solution or recognition here as well. Because, in fact, what we've seen throughout the COVID economic response is that inequalities have been exacerbated. And as the MP for Auckland Central City, amongst Auckland Central, I can tell you that that has been really profoundly felt in our city centre, particularly with the pressure on our food banks. And interestingly enough, that's a fascinating part of this package because the government recognising and providing millions of dollars of funding to food banks is recognising that poverty has got worse. But food banks are just a plaster on this. They do not address the fundamentals, which would be actually dealing with the cost of living, particularly the cost of housing, and ensuring livable incomes for all so that everybody can participate in this. I guess they're thinking they can only do so much at a certain time. Business, of course, a huge part of Auckland, as you would know. People, There are, of course, people and families behind these businesses, um, especially Auckland CBD, which is a ghost town right now. So surely supporting them is, in a sense... Supporting families and people. So, so I just, yeah, I just want to challenge the, the ghost town. I'm one of 40,000 people who live in apartments in our city centre. So, you know, if it's a ghost town, there are 40,000 of us ghosts who are living here. But to that point around the good stuff that is happening, I'm really excited about that $10 million for local activations in particular. You know, we've got a kind of decimated uh, arts and cultural scene who are really challenged about what they can do under particularly traffic light red. And we've had, for example, Basement Theatre saying that they're just closing their doors for the rest of the year. So the opportunity to do stuff out that is creative and innovative and open spaces, free and accessible for all, offers an awesome opportunity to provide some vibrancy. All of that said, however, the government knew that its economic COVID response and particularly unconventional monetary policy, this stuff was OAA back at the beginning of 2020 in uh, reports from both Treasury and the Reserve Bank that unconventional monetary policy, uh, policy unmitigated by fiscal policy from the government was going to exacerbate inequality, particularly through driving up house prices and rents. They knew this and they didn't decide to act. So all of that said, there is again the opportunity to do the right thing. There is still billions of dollars that is being ploughed into this COVID economic response. And the Greens are just saying, knowing what we know now and also knowing what we knew then, there's the opportunity to do things a little bit more equitably. Chloe, um 
Uh, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Chloe Swarbrick, Auckland Central MP, on message there. Uh, of the 40,000 people she says are living in the city, they must all literally just be staying inside their apartments because I wandered up Queen Street the other day in Auckland CBD and it literally is a ghost town. Uh, the, uh, of course, not including the homeless people who are literally everywhere. It's horrific what's happened to Auckland CBD.